for joining us for the Heart Asia podcast. Uh, we're joined by Yuhin Kwan and his colleague from the Singapore Heart Wellness Center and the Health Services Research Group at Duke NUS Singapore Medical School. Uh, and their article was on patient preferences for types of community-based cardiac rehabilitation programs. Um, Yuhin, can you tell us to the general audience uh, what does it mean when we refer to cardiac rehabilitation? Well, I'm Hang Yong from the Singapore Heart Foundation, and I'm a physiotherapist. So what does it mean when we refer to cardiac rehabilitation? Cardiac rehabilitation refers to the sum of total physical, mental, and social assistance provided to recovering heart patients so as to enable them to resume by their own efforts, assist, assisted by healthcare professionals, to as to reco- to recover or to resume as normal a life as possible, whenever where, whether it's at home, at the workplace, or in the community, it is an important adjunct to medical treatment. With research indicating that most heart patients benefit significantly from the cardiac rehab programs, and you can get this reference from the Singapore Heart Foundation website. That's great. And what is um, the, the minimum duration of what you would think is an effective cardiac rehab program? Well, so far, most of the, uh, there's no consensus on what is the minimum duration. But for most of the studies, it's been shown that uh, within a period of three to four months, you will see significant results from a patient, heart patient attending cardiac rehab programs in terms of their recovery compared to those without rehab. That's very good. What is the overall effect of cardiac rehab on cardiac outcomes after a confirmed diagnosis of cardiovascular disease? Okay, for those who are suitable to attend cardiac rehab, and uh, it, there's many effects, and you, it can range from uh, in terms of functional capacity to reduction in mortality, morbidity, in terms of um, reinfarction rates, in terms of uh, bypass rates and in terms of uh, hospital readmission, and even in terms of uh, quality of life. So you do see significant significant improvements in all these different outcome measures. So as an example, what sort of functional improvement can people expect? Right, in terms of functional capacity, I think one um, one of the things that we are looking for heart patients is um, the the aerobic capacity that a heart patient can achieve. And what has been shown in research itself is if you can manage to improve their aerobic capacity by one max, you can actually improve their chances of, of uh, the chances of having another, I mean, uh, decreasing the risk of having another heart attack by at least 12%. So this has been uh, shown in research for, for a long time. And that must lead on to mortality benefit as well. Yes, definitely. Okay, what sort of proportion of patients who are offered rehab uh, take it up? Cardiac rehab has been recommended by uh, major guidelines across the world, be it the American guidelines, uh, European guidelines, British guidelines, Australian guidelines, that all heart patients, uh, appropriate heart patients, should be offered cardiac rehab. But the uptake rate, uh, as far as we see, even in recent surveys, um, it can be as low as uh, less than 1% to not more than 10 20%. Okay, so, so there's quite a bit of variability, but still not high. No. So when you, when you talk about the uptake rate for 
for cardiac rehab program in Singapore, in a recent global survey done, the uptake rate of uh, cardiac rehab uh, based on the numbers of uh, the hospital, hospital admissions rate for IHG is only about 9.7%. Okay, so still less than 10% in, in that group. Okay, so your survey was administered to two groups. And was there a difference in uptake between those at risk for primary prevention compared to those who had suffered cardiovascular disease, i.e. secondary prevention? Right, there's no, real, there's no real difference in our rehab uptake rate. Just one of the unique features of the Singapore Heart Foundation Rehab Program is we do encourage family or spouse or close friend of the heart patient to join us. So the, uh, one of the few, ob few objectives is uh, one, usually family members share the same um, lifestyle. So we are targeting the lifestyle modification of not just for the patient, but for the whole family as well. The other thing is to increase the adherence rate to an exercise program among heart patients. Normally, if you in most hospital programs, only heart patients are allowed to join the rehab program. So what we do see is there is a high uh, dropout rate, low adherence rate of cardiac patients of, for the cardiac rehab program. We're trying to remedy it by encouraging them to bring along their spouse or a family member so that they feel motivated, encouraged, and uh, less fearful of a strange new environment for the heart patients. Mm, that's very interesting. Is that a unique feature of your cardiac rehab program compared to others around the world? Uh, yes, I do believe. Because one of the one of the advantages of the Singapore Heart Foundation heart, cardiac rehab program is we are not hospital-based. We are, we are a community-based uh, program. So we... The, uh, the cardiac rehab professionals here do have a greater say of how the program is run. And one of the barriers that has often been identified in literature for, uh, for ex adherent, exercise adherence rate is the, they do find that it is, um, it, they, they do find that if you get a friend to join them for exercise, they can adhere to an exercise program much better. So we are, we are just getting this, we got this idea from all the previous research and we just put it into practice. And so far it has been very encouraging. Most, most people would find it more meaningful to get their wife, to get their spouse along when they come to for exercise. Okay, that's very good. One of the attributes in your survey was the presence of monitoring equipment to measure vital signs. Do you see a greater role for personal health monitoring devices in the future? Yes, we do see a greater role for the personal health monitoring devices in the future. So device will encourage um, participants to get their own um, devices for tracking purposes because most of these need to be linked to their own smartphone. But over at the centre here, we do provide some simple monitoring devices such as those that can monitor heart rate to track um, some of these vital signs. So then this, this speaks well for devices like Fitbit and other activity trackers then? Yeah, that's right. And in fact, patients do, uh, there are increasing number of patients who are interested to make use of such uh, devices to monitor their, uh, life, monitor their exercises at home. And they do share with us their results and do consult us when they come for the rehab program at the Heart Foundation. 
Okay, great. You also noticed that you used number of bedrooms as a surrogate marker of income level. What would you say about the differences between lower and higher income level preferences for cardiac rehabilitation? So within this study, we noticed that between the higher and the lower income patients for combinations uh, number seven, we noticed that they actually would prefer to have the presence of a physiotherapist over the availability of equipment. This means that those with higher income would prefer to have a physiotherapist on board during the program if, uh, in favor of giving up the availability of equipment as compared to the lower income group. However, we did not notice um, any much difference between the different income levels for the other combinations. So the main difference in people from higher income level families was they wanted more professional supervision or support. Yeah, yes, you can see that. Okay, great. Um, your survey also found that although cash incentive played a role in selection, the package of attributes still seemed to matter more. Can you tell us about this phenomenon? If you look at our choice sets in table two, we realize that actually for most of the choice set, patients do prefer cash reward. However, in particular for choice set number 2A and 2B, we realize the difference is not that great. And this is because there may be other factors, uh, activities, support group, monitoring, physiotherapies or equipment type and availability are actually the factors that affect the overall choices. So in terms of preference, we couldn't really determine based on just one factor alone. You know, look at the whole package that is offered to the patient. Okay, that's very interesting. I think that's useful because it's generalizable to other health systems where cardiac rehabilitation may be available, but is not a fee-paying fee service. Yeah, because uh, I think the uh, different countries have different kinds of healthcare systems. So in terms like the uh, NHS, basically patients do get to free, free um cardiac rehab programs, but they limit the number of sessions they can attend. So in our uh, Singapore health system, it's a bit unique. So even for the hospital cardiac rehab programs, patients do need to co-pay even uh, with, uh, with some subsidies. For our local, for my Heart Foundation cardiac rehab program, we are community-based and uh, patients do pay a nominal sum to join this program. And um, this foundation itself subsidizes each patient who's coming in. So Singapore is a higher income developed nation. How are your findings generalizable to other developing nations who are part of our Heart Asia listening audience? So for this particular study, we conducted a qualitative study previously published in Value and Health Regional Issues. And based on this qualitative study, it is specific to Singapore context. However, most of Asia, in particular Southeast Asia, actually share the same social cultural context in terms of race, in terms of the lifestyle habits. And because of this, it is translatable and generalizable to these developing nations as well. In terms of the way patients pay to enter this particular program, they pay a nominal fee of four Sing dollars per session, which is actually considered pretty cheap when you, uh, in terms of the entry fee, and because of this, fees is not a real reason for not being able to translate this particular finding over. Okay, that's great. That's very interesting. Do you have a final 
parting take-home message for our listeners? Well, all heart patients, suitable heart patients, should join a cardiac rehab program. That's great. And uh, I think there are some very nice generalizable learning points for health systems around the world in designing their community cardiac rehab programs. That's fantastic. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you very much, then. All right. Thank you, Thank you, Michelle. Have a good day ahead. Okay, so that was a fantastic uh, podcast with our colleagues in Singapore. If you'd like more information on this, please remember to like us on Facebook and Twitter and to go to the heartasia.bmj.com website. Thank you.